Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. loves people. God doesn't love carpet. God doesn't love chairs. God doesn't love stuff. God loves people. He prioritizes people. And we must if we would represent him in our world. And what Jesus was communicating that day to these 12, it's like, guys, you don't understand. If I want more perfume, all I have to do is speak it into existence. When you have endless funds, Material things tend to not mean as much, but material things shouldn't really mean much to anyone. Pastor Robert reminds us today that God is spiritual. He doesn't care about things. If we're to be at all like Him, we need to prioritize the people in our life and spend less time worrying about the things. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information now here's pastor robert in the book of matthew chapter 26 with today's edition of main thing radio when paul wrote to the corinthians do you remember what he said about the communion he said on the same night when Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he took the cup. Wow. You see, we, we don't want to come away from this with the idea that Jesus doesn't care about the needs of the poor, because clearly he does. What he tells us, though, what he told them about it is, listen, the opportunity to minister to and care for and serve the poor and needy around you, that's, that's never going away. But I'm not going to be here much longer, and she, she's prepared me for my burial. What she did was perfectly appropriate. Now, I could talk a lot more about this than I have time for today. Jesus said to them, this was not a waste. Yes, she just poured $50,000 worth of perfume all over my head, and it was not a waste. It was perfectly appropriate. It didn't take anything away from the poor. It would not have fixed poverty to spend that money on the poor. And what he left unsaid is, Judas, you could care less about the poor. This is not about the poor. You're a hypocrite. This is a selfish thing. But see, a lot of times what we think of as wasteful, I had a pastor say to me one time, he said, you know, there, there will be times in the ministry of the local church when significant amounts of money need to be spent in order to be able to serve the body for a short period of time. And it'll look like it's wasteful. You have to remember that it's an investment in their spiritual, eternal well-being. That stuck with me. 
For example, there are people who object to the fact that, that we allow coffee in here and we have stains in the carpet from time to time and we have to regularly clean and clean the chair like we have one over here right now. And what's always said is it's just not good stewardship. And I disagree because of the investment, I could care less about the carpet and I promise you Jesus doesn't care about this carpet. I promise you God is not at all freaked out if we spend thousands and thousands of dollars, which we don't, but if we did, God wouldn't be freaked out about us spending thousands of dollars on carpet and chairs and cleaning carpet and chairs. Do you know why? His resources are unlimited. What he cares about is the spiritual well-being, the eternal well-being of humans, people like you and me, people like our neighbors out here who are going to die and go to hell because they don't know him. As a baby Christian, the first church that I plugged into, the reason I plugged into it was that when I walked in the door, I was received as by a family. The pastor grabbed me and gave me a hug, which completely weirded me out. And then he offered me a cup of coffee and encouraged me to bring it with me into the sanctuary for the worship service. I couldn't believe it because I had this religious mindset and it was a mindset that prioritized things like carpet and chairs and furniture above people. And he blew that to pieces. Pastor Ed, he blew it to pieces. Because God loves people. God doesn't love carpet. God doesn't love chairs. God doesn't love stuff. God loves people. He prioritizes people. And we must if we would represent him in our world. And what Jesus was communicating that day to these 12, is like, guys, you don't understand. If I want more perfume, all I have to do is speak it into existence. He's not limited the way we are. You remember the first miracle, those giant water pots, these great big giant water pots, and one second they're water, and the next they're wine, and there's no indication that he said anything, did anything. It's not like he, you know, in the movies, TV shows or whatever, he sticks his finger in, right? The Bible doesn't say he did anything. He just told them, pour water in. Okay, now pour some out, and when they poured it out, it was no longer water, it was wine. The creative miracles of God. But he's not doing that with human souls. Do you understand what I mean by that? He's not doing that with human souls. We have a duty to share the gospel, to invite people to come and be reborn, to be transformed by the power of his Holy Spirit. But he, he doesn't just create more. Mary got it right. The 12, not so much, but Mary got it right. She could have diluted it. And that's probably what the Christian financial experts would have advised her to do. I mean, why do, you know, you just like, you don't need to, you don't need to pour all of that stuff out. I mean, just, you know what, here, here, here's what you do. You pour, take that big jar of spike nard. That's what John says it was, spike nard. He said, you know, the, the so-called Christian experts on money management and stewardship today would have said, just, just take, pour it in that, in that and, and, and let's get some olive oil and we'll just, and, that, and then you'll have all the rest of it. You can keep two-thirds of it and, and go and sell that and, 
and look at everything you'll be able to do now. And you still anointed Jesus for burial. That's exactly what they would have told her to do. But the Spirit of God moved on her heart to give it all to Jesus that day. Every drop. So that's what she did. And he commended her for doing it. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever worshipped Jesus like that? Have you ever, ever in your life worshipped Jesus like that? Where you just complete and total abandon. Where you said to him, everything. I want you to have everything. I want you to have everything that I am. I want you to have everything that I have. I'll give it all to you. Sacrificial offering, extravagant worship, fanatical expression of faith. That's what she did. It's so easy to come up with reasons not to do it, you know, just like the, the 12 disciples. I mean, it's like, what about taking care of my family? I mean, imagine when, when Jesus said in the very beginning to Peter, James, and John, it's like, guys, leave your boats, come follow me, I'm going to make you fishers of men. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I still got a mortgage on that boat. I mean, we got bills to pay. The wife, the mother-in-law, remember Peter, we, know, we don't know if anything about kids, but we know he had a mother-in-law. My family likes to eat. What do you mean, leave the business behind? It's always a long list of excuses not to be a fanatic. I got tickled. Alistair Begg said, you know what my definition of a fanatic is? Somebody who loves Jesus more than me. A fanatic. From the day I became a Christian, I have aspired to be a fanatic. Because he was crucified to set me free. How can I hold back? How can we hold back? How can we not be fanatics? joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.